looks good. Looks good. Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where we come for Batman and stay for drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drugs again. Drugs again with this. <laughs> this time, I mean, they don't show any any drug as drugs, but they do show a kid in a rehab center. Yeah. So we watched It's Never Too Late Today. Yes, we did. Now, uh, before we start off. Okay. Here we are in your brand new apartment. Yes, yes we are. That's yeah, great. I've been, you know, we've been doing this show for geez, eight nine weeks now, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, actually, I think this might be our tenth or eleventh. We've we've done it's a been, lot of episodes now. Yeah, and it's always <laughs> been well, the first one in the freaking hotel room up That's here. That's right. It's uh, but this time we're what is this thing we call Gilbert? Gilbert, yeah, Gilbert, Arizona, Arizona which is essentially Phoenix Part Two. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Phoenix, but it smells strongly of cows. Yeah. It's, yeah, you, yeah. The, the wind is, when you were walking in here, I don't think you got too much of it, but when the wind blows the right way, there are some industrial dairy farms around here, and I don't mind it. I grew up in the Midwest, but I saw it mentioned on the online reviews of this place. Like, not necessarily in a pejorative way, just like, hey, be aware. This is something that you're going to have to deal with. Well, it's nice. I like this place. Uh, I mean... It's uh, right now. I'm kind of getting a. Uh, it's like a, close to a college vibe, but I guess you're not close to a college. I j- I think there's a branch of ASU around, so they've got like eight campuses uh, around the valley. Right, so well, probably maybe but, super high tech. I love yeah. it. It it's beautiful. It's great. Yeah. So, Lots of well, well done, sir. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and we sat around my kitchen table and yeah. watched Batman on my surface because. <laughs> I have not had a chance to actually like move in yet. <laughs> well, you did have a near death experience, so I think it's uh, it's okay. Yeah, you, you yeah. do what you got to do right now, and <laughs> it was we'll worry about the TV later. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was giving giving Kenny the dime tour around the place, and every two feet, like, yeah, I meant to put that, you know, painting up on the wall, but I don't have tax, and yeah. you got to go to the store for that, and you need a car for that, and I don't really want to take an Uber to the store just for tax. Yeah. So that painting's not on the wall yet. Yeah, you'll get there when you get there. Yeah. But yeah, I like the place. Uh, folks at home, it's very nice, very contemporary. I work at Lazy Boy, and so I could come up with all kinds of adjectives, but uh, I'm not going to bore you with them. It's a really nice setup. So well done, sir. Well, well done. thank you. Uh, this, this apartment brought to you in part by Steve Stevens. Steve Stevens, who hit that support button on thank anchor.fm. Hey, rankings. Thank, thank you, Steve. Also, his name is Steve Stevens, and I like saying that many times. Steve Stevens, we appreciate your help, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, today's episode, I would call this, uh, when when I was younger and I'd watch these episodes, I would call these kind of episodes, these were the ones for parents. Because there wasn't really a super villain, there wasn't any wacky zany setup. These were the episodes that I think were meant for parents to watch than the the kids themselves. Yeah. And yeah, this is this is all mobsters doing mobster things. I would call it discount Sopranos, except I have not actually watched the Sopranos, <laughs> so I don't know how accurate that is. That's just, you know, my touchstone for mob stuff. I have not I maybe an episode here and there, but uh I got a lot of Godfather in this. Um Yeah, you know, the whole family thing. So I, it, I also got a little bit of um uh, it's a beautiful life or it's a wonderful life. 
I kind of got that vibe from this. Yeah. In fact, in my notes at one point, I wrote, Batman takes Stromwell on an It's a Wonderful Life tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it, it does uh, I mean, evoke a lot of that. It's, it's more of a, it's a terrible life and you should change everything about it because you're hurting people, you yeah. monster. But, but yeah, don't do know. drugs, kids. Yeah. And don't, don't join a mob. But. <laughs> so we open up on a news report where, I got to tell you, every episode we see Commissioner Gordon, I remember him as being this wonderful, like, father figure of a man. And every episode I have to revise my opinion of him because <laughs> he's on the news talking about this mob war between two rival mob bosses and is apparently very well informed about their organized crime rivalry and is doing just nothing. Yeah. Nothing to combat this. Maybe we're getting there. I... <laughs> But I remember him being better than this. But we're still fairly early in. We're yeah. still fairly early in. I mean, we're, we're I think, like 10 or 11 episodes in of, of the 65 in the original run. So I remember he does good stuff in the Hardak episode. The, the yeah. Terminator kind of episode. <laughs> we'll, but, yeah, you're right. What the hell what is going on with Commissioner Gordon, man? I, I remember him being better, too. Yeah. So And the narrative they build up. So it's it's Stromwell versus Thorn. Yeah. Thorn, of course, we met in the last episode, and apparently I was right, got off scot-free, because turns out you can't just steal a file from a dude's lawyer and then convict him. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Thorn is a lot of these. He's, he's a good go-to for, if you need a mob boss character, they're always going to use Thorn. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's here. Stromwell is new, and... In the news report, did you notice this? They're building it up as like Stromwell's kind of like over the hill and Thorn is like the young... Thorn, let me repeat that. Thorn, white-haired, 280-pound Thorn (laughs) is the young Turk, the up-and-comer. Right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was a interesting setup uh we're supposed to kind of have like this clash of the titans here and i never really got that vibe i don't yeah i yeah these guys just haven't been like thorn was also wasn't thorn's whole empire messed up by two-face in the last in the last episode that's kind of not the that's not how you build him up to be a credible threat yeah but i mean this is production order versus the airing order so uh, you know what know. this episode needed? Needed more Candace. There we go. See? <laughs> Where was she, you know? Yeah. I guess, you know what? I bet Thorne pinned everything on her and yeah. she's in jail. She was the patsy. She I was do. the fall girl. Candace does come back. If I'm remembering this correctly, I think she's in a Bane episode. Oh, man. So, But that's further down. That's further down the road. Yeah. So, okay. If so I we... remember right. <laughs> <laughs> but in this episode... So Stromwell's son is missing. We learned this. Mm-hmm. And Bruce, in in another of his disguises, bugs Thorne, who's setting up a meeting with Stromwell. They're talking about a truce. Right. And it's a trap. Yep. And it's uh, if you've seen The Godfather, I mean, it's... it's I don't... If you haven't seen The Godfather, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Even I've seen The Godfather. It's, uh, it's a pretty obvious setup that this is going to end poorly. Yeah. Two crime bosses meeting face to face in an Italian restaurant. In an no Italian less. restaurant that uh, <laughs> Bullock will say they made the best cannolis. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Thorn's Thorn's plan is to to spend 
some amount of time negotiating a truce with Stromwell and then explode him. Yep. Not, yeah. yeah. Se- seems like he could Simple. have skipped right to exploding Explosion, him. yeah. Or just yeah. shoot him. Yeah, just shoot Both him. Both of them left. Nobody patted anybody down. Yeah. But kids cartoon. So. I, yeah. So Stromwell brought some bodyguards with him who then politely wait outside when, when Thorne says, let's meet, you know, man to man, not a trap. Yep. Not a trap. Nope. You, you will be safe alone <laughs> with me with none of your muscle attending. And the, uh, the one waiter. Yes. Which was kind of interesting. <laughs> that guy hung out. He stuck around to wipe down the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, strong Thorne traps Stromwell in the restaurant somehow, and then sets off a bomb which the police immediately, the police bomb squad forensics people immediately identify as arson. A bomb specifically. Yep. That's as far as their detective work goes. Well, somebody (laughs) blew up this restaurant. Yeah. There's an ongoing known mob war, probably not related. No, no. (laughs) The cannolis, that's what's important. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But Stromwell did not die in that big explosion. He is rescued by Batman, who uh, uses his grappling hook, uh, gets on top of the building, and he whisks him away into the night where this hill... he looks like one of those hills have eyes guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I assume a homeless gentleman. I, I get he's got patches on the elbows of his jacket. So either homeless or a college professor. But he talks. He, no, I'm sorry. I'm doing the voice. He talks more like this, dude. Like, whoa. Yeah. I seen it like a, a dark angel snatching the guy from the fires of Hades, man. Yes. Hades. Uh, <laughs> we've got. I mean, credit where credit is due in this episode. We have, like, actual on-screen consequences of drug use. Yep. We have lots of mobsters shooting guns at each other, which was not the usual thing for for a cartoon at the time. Right. Can't say hell. Nope. Cannot say the word hell. (laughs) That's naughty and not allowed. That's true. Uh, (laughs) The homeless surfer dude... Tells Commissioner Gordon, bro, uh, the, somebody was in there, but it, he's okay. Batman took him away. And so, and Gordon does nothing with this information. Does nothing with the information, <laughs> but Thorne hears about it and yes. is like, well, son of a bitch, that bomb didn't work. Boys! Yep, let's go. Go get him. Go find him. To the Thugmobile. <laughs> so uh, they, he immediately says, search the train yards. Yeah, which I guess is... Is just everybody knows that that is uh, Stromwell's old haunt. And of course, after getting exploded, where would you go but the train yard where you stole candy as a child? Um, Because all of this is intercut with a bunch of flashbacks of Stromwell's childhood. Yeah. And he's afraid of trains because his brother got hit by a train. His, uh, yeah, it's a flashback sepia tone uh he has his foot stuck in one of the rails he's able to get out in the nick of time but the train circles back it's the most bizarre track ever yeah it's like two parallel tracks with two trains going the opposite way and and circles right back towards him luckily his well it's his friend we don't find out it's his brother until later yeah uh was able to help save him yeah well he pushes him out of the way and we later find yeah loses loses his leg yeah oops yeah (laughs) uh and this i mean we're kind of telling the story all kind of ass backwards but 
<laughs> this this brother grew up to be a priest. Yep. Which makes him extra good at talking his brother out of crimes. Right. Batman spends the whole episode. He he takes Stromwell to the rehab center where his missing son is in the throes of generic drug withdrawal. And that doesn't convince Stromwell to give up his life of crime. Yeah. He says he's going to help Batman, turns over some fake records just to get him to look away for a second so he can pull down a gun and try to escape from Batman's clutches. And, and that's when uh, Thorn and his thugs, they show up, they shoot gas in there. Um, and uh, honestly... Yeah, there's a big, <laughs> it, a big elaborate fight chase yeah flippy dips everywhere that i was sort of nodding off by this point yeah i I, (laughs) it does end with um his brother uh the the priest michael who who, is michael 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 who batman knows personally right they they are apparently because batman shows up at wherever priests hang out (laughs) (laughs) Cathedral. It's your local YMCA. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and and tells him it's all going down tonight. He's going to need you to give him a little speech about giving up his life of crime, and that's what seeing his son hooked on the very drugs that he himself peddles. Stromwell, by the way, not called the drug lord. That's a different character. Nope. The drug lord sells no drugs. Stromwell sells all the drugs. <laughs> But his name is Stromwell. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it, it ends with them hugging. Uh, Thorns, thugs are all captured. Cops show up and he is going to give a statement. Uh, yep. Essentially, I'm, I'm guessing just to kind of like tell everything about his criminal empire to Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently does something, you know, off screen after the episode. But we is don't ended. know. And we Maybe. don't even see Commissioner Gordon. He yeah. you just hear in a voiceover, Commissioner, I'd like to make a statement. That's yep. Sure. Does this have, I feel like this was the shortest <laughs> and most incoherent synopsis we've ever given. But it's th- it's hard to explain this one because on the one hand, it feels like there's a lot of plot. On the other hand, it feels like there's a lot of padding. Yeah. Like, it's... And the the whole thing with his brother and the train doesn't really connect with the present-day storyline no. in any meaningful way. But you can see what they were going for. They were definitely going for It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. trying to use Batman as one of the angels, the guardian... Of, you know, the angels of past, present, future. Yeah. I, but did it work? I, I mean, on paper, some of it should have. Right. Like, the irony, his son is hooked on the very drug, but... But it doesn't because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And so it's it's totally it, a throwaway scene. Totally. Th- well, yeah, I, like, it felt like that should have been the heart of the episode, and then the episode kind of just keeps going because they've got 22 minutes to fill. It did feel like it ended at a point, and then that point had another 10 to go. Yeah. <laughs> 10 pages. Um, so, so, yeah. Does, does this episode hold up? No. No. I want it to because it's trying to deal with some it is. things. But as we have talked in previous episodes, drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. 
if you do them, you're bad. Because drugs are bad, okay? It's a bad thing to do drugs, so don't be bad. And Batman's trying to stop drugs. You like Batman. Yeah, so Batman hates drugs. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm... This episode's very stylish. It's got some great lighting. Yes, yes. Some, some good direction, but story-wise, it's just kind of a jumbled mess that reaches for some kind of thematic relevance that it never quite... Yeah. And it's no fun. Now, I, I, I'm i glad you brought up animation because I was thinking this whole time as I was watching it, I miss traditional hand-drawn cartoon animation because there are a lot of scenes in here mm-hmm. that are just incredibly fluid that when the bomb does go off, mm-hmm. two of the... Uh, gangsters that are by their car Mm -hmm. the smoke like knocks off their hats and goes like right by them um i like the the effects of the train the steam and everything it's got a very fluid look um the whole time i was like wow old school drawings old school animation is it's so gorgeous and i miss this style yeah it's a very pretty episode to look at yeah and I, a lot of the action scenes, uh, the cape flows in a very... Gravity just felt real in this episode. The animators made... There's a chair that falls down on the street below, and the way it flips around and the top comes off, it was like, wow, that's like, you know, that's really well... Um, it's like they had a sense of the weight of gravity of things falling. Yeah, which, yeah, you don't often... You don't always get an animation. No, and... Uh, but. Once again, not it's a a top uh, animation, but uh, not the best for the storyline. <laughs> well, let's let me pull up the old random number generator here. Okay, and our old list here, and see where it sits. Okay, yeah, this this is our eleventh episode, so our current list: Two Face, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, On Leather Wings. Christmas with the Joker, POV, Be a Clown, and The Underdwellers. Mm-hmm. Is this better or worse than number two, Pretty Poison? It is worse. It is worse. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh... Pretty Poison was occasionally entertaining. <laughs> yeah, pretty Poison was pretty great. Yeah, uh, no, Pretty Poison's one of the one of the better ones. Uh, this one, not so much. Yeah. All right. Is this better or worse than number four, the last laugh. Worse. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree. Like the last <laughs> laugh is it's not trying to teach you any message. It's not trying to have deep characters. Yeah. But by God, it's got a robot clown and it's got Mark Hamill having the time of his life. He really was. I, I guarantee <laughs> you he was in that like sound uh, uh recording booth, and I'm sure he just was freaking uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I can just picture him in my head and it just makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, homing in on it. Is this better or worse than number 10, The Underdwellers? Uh, I'm I'm going to say still better than The Underdwellers. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Both are pretty, you could skip both. Yeah, yeah. But this was at least going for something and failing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. All right. So is this better or worse than inching closer? Number nine, be a clown. 
You know what's so. funny? I've forgotten that we had done that one. Right? That's how that is, that is such a forgettable. Is. Holy shit, we did that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, actually, this clown. one's tough. This is, I think we might be almost there. <laughs> be a Clown had Mark Hamill again. Yeah. like, But it's not a particularly great episode for him. Um, yeah, I don't feel like he's had a particularly great episode yet. <laughs> You take that back. Last laugh is amazing. <laughs> Blasphemer. <laughs> he is great in the last laugh. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, Jesus Christ, this is. <laughs> you you know it's like choosing which ball you want to get like you know surgically removed. Uh, yeah, and you're I don't want to do like, either. <laughs> Can you just take them both? I, <laughs> <laughs> you got to leave me with one. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, I'm going to give it to be a clown. As better or worse? As, yeah, as better. As better? Yeah, yeah for Hamill. Yeah, I, for, Hamill for Hamill. And, and even like the extras in Be a Clown, like the lady who says, Oh my, a candle like the voice actors are at least having fun even if the writing is still hot nonsense and this one is just a downer but doesn't find any meaning to make it worth the downer yeah it was going for something but it's so dreary yeah Uh, like i want to give it credit for trying but but i'm not yeah (laughs) yeah you are right uh all right, putting it down on the it's list. It's going on the list. <laughs> it's never too late for this episode to come in at number 10. <laughs> this is... Well, can I you, agree with this. I, I think I've got something that'll, that'll cheer you up. Oh, no. The next episode... I'm scared. What is it? <laughs> I've got Batman in my basement. Widely considered one of the worst episodes. During I drove a- up to Phoenix for this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kenny, do you want to do three episodes in this session? We might. I, after I've got Batman in my basement, it's Heart of Ice. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we do now these sessions. That in, one I do like. All we right. do these recordings in batches for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. We, we got to do the synopsis for the Penguin do, one. We do. So during, yeah, our introduction to the Penguin... During a fight with Batman over a stolen Fabergé egg, the Penguin incapacitates Batman with poison gas, something that penguins are known for. (laughs) The Dark Knight is rescued by a teenaged amateur... Oh, detective. That's a different word than usually comes after teenage amateur in my search results. (laughs) For porn. (laughs) Named Sherman Grant and his friend Roberta who hide Batman in Sherman's basement long enough for him to recover before the penguin finds them. Oh, well, that sounds like that works out well. Just hearing the synopsis. (laughs) Well, they can't all be winners. No, they can't. But, you know... We might have fun ripping this one apart, so... I I mean, I... Here's the thing. I remember liking It's Never Too Late, and then we watched it. So maybe <laughs> I've got Batman in my basement will be great. Well, I let's find out. We'll find out, and you'll find out next week. <laughs> let's do it again next week for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Kenny, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> no, we forgot to say.
say this. We forgot part. to do the thing. It's the thing that we do at the end of every episode, which gives God. it a sense of continuity and familiarity, which the audience will like. Ah, we fucked it up. We ah. fucked it all up. <laughs> I, you can find me on YouTube at Weiski TV, also Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> I'm at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find us at anchor.fm slash bat rankings. You can hit the button. You can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can even give us a little money like Steve Stevens did. Thank you, Steve Stevens. Steve Stevens, thank you very much, buddy. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>